At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, from a small conference room in the Ritz Carlton there in Philadelphia next to Michael Lombardi to the Las Vegas Strip where millions will be wrapped with attention. The Bellagio Fountains in the background behind the stage. The 2022 NFL Draft is here. The speculation comes to an end in a few hours as we welcome you in the Lombardi line, of course, presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher. Generally, I'll look straight into the camera and, and kick it to my the big guy right in front of me. But this time, he's right here, and I it's, a, it's here. a pleasure to have Michael Lombardi. I said the conference room in Philly because that's where it all started, right? You Wonderful introduction. Bertrand Bell, who we should honor today, took a train ride to Minneapolis to try to recruit Bronco Nagurski to beget a player to play for the Philadelphia Eagles. And in that conversation, he couldn't get it done. And when he went back, he went to the other owners and said, fellas, we got to stop this bidding war. We got to stop this. We need a draft. We need some way to organize this whole thing so that there's balance between it. Because, you know, I had a chance to sign this player. I couldn't do it. Somebody else was bidding more. And they all agreed for the good of the league. George Hallis, wow. the Mara family, who were dominating, who were dominating the NFL in terms of signing because of their revenues, they all agreed to it. And then 1936 became the very first draft. 35 in 35, the great Don Hudson, one of the greatest receivers of all time. People don't know about the Alabama Antelope. He'll be in the book. He will be in the book. The Alabama Antelope 
he was deci- deciding between two teams, the Brooklyn Dodgers and the Green Bay Packers, both in the league. He signed contracts with both teams. The one contract from Green Bay reached the league office earlier than the Brooklyn one did. How, I don't know, but it's right there. And he became a Green Bay Packer. So the concept of the draft was to level the playing field. And your boy there in Philly essentially said, we need a draft. That was probably the first time they had heard the word draft. Like, let's, you know, we knew it from war. We knew it from other, right. voc- but this was a way of leveling the playing field and, and competitive balance needed to be evened out. Right. When he was on the Pullman car headed back from Minneapolis and he realized that he was never going to be able to get players to come to Philly and his franchise was going to go bankrupt. He was going to lose all his money. He just said, look, for the good of the league, I got to convince these guys that on a, on a white piece of paper, he, uh, you know, on that Pullman train, he decided to come up with the concept of the draft. And this is where we are. And then, you know, and then 19, whenever it was, Chet Forte of ESPN goes to Pete Rozelle and says, hey, would you mind if we telecast the draft? And Rozelle's like, why would anybody watch? So it fell in his lap? It just falls in his lap. Why would anybody watch? So they sold the rights to the draft, I'm sure, for peanuts, you know, and then the next thing you know, this has all been the NFL has been very serendipitous in terms of the fortune that has come upon them because the game is so great and the power and the ability to bet and and the television and it's the perfect game at the perfect time. And now this draft is beyond my wildest comprehension. Well, Michael Lombardi, I say now what, 85 years later, the Bellagio fountains in the background going to light up the stars as they approach the stage. And what's fascinating is 85 years later, we're going to see something expect the unexpected is generally what you hear with the draft. But how about eight teams with two picks in the first round? We haven't seen that yet in the draft. So there's plenty still to get into and uncover. I want to start here. Yep. If you were, let's pull back and then we'll zoom in on the draft. If you were to grade the draft overall, it's not sexy, but productive, I would assume, is where we're going to go. But how would you – I've asked you this the past couple of years. How would you grade the overall talent in this draft across the board through seven? Look, I think the draft has certainly got enough doubt. There's always good drafts. You know, as Walsh would always say to me when, when the scouts would complain about the draft, he would always say, you know, we only need 12 good players. Like, there's enough players here, and it's how the players fit your system. This is more – this draft, the success of this draft is going to come down to – the teams that have harmony between their coaches and scouts, where they can develop the talent from within. Because all these players are just not ready to play yet. They're not, they're not made for television yet. They're not just finished products. There's a few, but they're not. And I think that in this draft, you just have to really be good in player development, getting those guys to do the things you need to do. So uh, I would say, like all drafts, it's probably a B- minus okay. in terms of That's overall. Fair. You know, but it's, it's, there's talent here. I don't want to dismiss some of these kids that are playing – but they're going to need some work. I think the the reason we don't like the draft is because the draft doesn't have a signature quarterback. That's why the draft is always you, – you look less of the draft. Well, think about it. 2021, one, two, three, Lawrence, Wilson, Lance. Will we see a top five quarterback taken this year? It's, you know, that would be only the second time in the last 20 years we haven't had a quarterback taken in the top five. And I don't think we're going to see one taken in the top five. Maybe once we get to six, which we'll get to in a little bit. And by the way, you can go to vison.com. Michael Lombardi wrote about not necessarily the draft gets started because there's so much uncertainty at the top, but you wrote about at vison.com. The draft essentially starts where Carolina sits at 16. It's going to get very interesting. I think it there. And I think Houston, because of the uncertainty of what Houston's going to do, nobody knows what Nick will do. And I, and I think, you know, now at two, if 
look, there's always been a debate going on in Jacksonville. I think the ownership group would really like to take Hutchinson. Yes. Clean. Yes. I think there's an element in that building that want to take Neil, the guard. No the guard. kidding. Yeah, I think there is. And I think that the 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 head coach, I mean the general manager, Trent Balke, I think he wants to take he wants to take Walker. So, you know, this is unprecedentedly heard of in terms of the ability to not know who the first pick in the draft. I mean, last year we waited eight minutes for the card to get turned in. Eight waited, of the ten minutes allotted. Is it ten or twelve? Is I think it, it's ten in the first round. I thought it was. Yeah, it's ten. 10? It's they've switched it up a couple of years ago. If it would have been ten, great story. If it would have been ten. Then Lynn Swan might have been a Dallas Cowboy. Pray tell. So in 1974, the the Pittsburgh Steelers were on the clock, and Chuck Noll loved John Stallworth, and they loved John Stallworth as an organization. But they also loved Lynn Swan, Bill Nunn, Dick Haley, the, and Art Rooney. They all loved them, and they were going back and forth on the pick, back and forth on the pick, back and forth on the pick, and at the final moment. At the final moment, with about 12 seconds to go on the clock, they finally convinced Noel that Stallworth would be there in the fourth round. They convinced him of that. So they turned in the card for Swan. Behind that card being turned in, the Cowboys had figured out who it was. And it was tr- and and they had had Lynn Swan written on the card. So that little bit of time makes all the difference in the world. That ended poorly for Mike Tyson, the Vikings, a few years back. Remember? Right. Well, that was Red McCombs just wanted to pass. I mean, you know, Red McCombs was look every what, what fans don't understand is every slot is tied to money. Yeah, sure. So when you pass on a pick, you're lowering the value. And then what he passed down, he picked Kevin Williams. Yeah. So we still got the same guy he wanted. Oh, so you think that, oh, I didn't realize that was purposeful. Oh, I think it was definitely purposeful. Why not? I don't want to pay this for that player. So you've run a draft and I'll pluralize that you've run drafts. So let's talk about where we are right now. As you mentioned, it's a little, you're a little off with your body clock being out West yeah. nine o'clock as opposed to noon starting. So what are the GMs? What are the front offices? What are the conversations? What's happening right Right now, as we're just hours away from the draft, what's happening now is pretty much nothing. I mean, you pretty you have your idea about what's going on. You don't believe pretty anything that's going on. They're, they got TVs going on in the rooms, but at the end of the day, uh, you're just waiting to see what transpires and have your plan in place. Look, if this happens, this this is what we'll do. If this doesn't happen, this is what we'll do. And in this draft, I will say this very strongly: I don't think there anybody can say there's surprises in this draft. Because this is a draft based on individuals' ability to evaluate. So if somebody picks somebody outside the mocks in the top eight, let's not panic. Because all these players are fairly even. And I think that's where the uncertainty comes in for teams. If you're a a team, if you're Joe Douglas or if you're Joe Shine and you're sitting there in your first draft, you're running it, you know, you don't know what's going to happen because there's nothing etched in stone. Whereas in – you know, when Barry Sanders came out, it was going to be Troy Aikman one. It That's was right. going to be Mandrich two. That's right. You know, it was going to be Derek Thomas three or Barry Sanders three, Derek Thomas four, uh, Deion Sanders five. You knew that, you know, so you had a sense of where everybody was going. This one, you just don't know. I mean, you don't know what Detroit's going to do. You don't know what Houston's going to do. You certainly don't know what the Jets are going to do with their first pick. Maybe they take an offensive lineman. The Jets have to be tactical knowing that whatever they want to do at 10 – they can't pass. They have to pick at four. 
Walker's 450 to go one overall. That's prohibitive. The question, and Michael Lombardi just brought it up, what are the Lions going to do? Are they going to go hometown with Hutchinson, who on a lot of people's board is the number one overall prospect, or a guy they love in Thibodeau? We'll get to that in a bit. I just have two minutes. We'll break. We'll come back and further the draft conversation here on the Lombardi line. But here's the question. I mean, we've slow rolled what really is happening tonight. Your boy Embiid's north of the border oh, with man. the thumb. Like, how are you going to handle game six with your beloved 76ers? You got a love hate situation going on. I Michael am not. Lombardi. I am. How are you going to handle this? I'm easily. I'm going to just, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to lose, which is what they're going to do. <laughs> and so, you know, and, and I'm assuming that the Raptors will come out and play. I mean, that line being minus one, minus one and a half Philly be still be in favor. Yep. After it really, I think what people are missing the boat on is the fact that the Raptors could have easily won game three. I mean, they had game three. They dominated. The only time the 76ers led in that game was when Embiid hit the three in overtime. That's right. So, I mean, they had every opportunity. And I've said this before with Van Fleet out. I think they're a better, they have a better chance because they put a bigger guy on Maxi and it hurts Maxi with length. Yeah. Van Fleet compromised him defensively big time. And like you and I said, it's not just that he looked aesthetically Frankly, chubby. He he looked spent. Yeah, he looked gassed. He he looks not healthy, and I think that's a real issue. So game for, six in Toronto, Michael Lombardi. What, told what is you, tip off? What time is tip? Oh, it's seven, seven o'clock here. I'll be on the air. Hopefully, it'll be in a little corner. I I four I o'clock have, here. Pardon four me. o'clock here. Yeah. I mean, look, I have I've been. I said if they lose Monday, this this is going to be. How about Doc's press conference? <laughs> how about all, an all-time defensive rant? By Doc Rivers. And then how about he's wrong about it? He said the team he lost to 3-1 in the first one in Orlando. It was the Spurs who won, not the team he lost to. I I, I mean, how does he get away with this? I swear to you, I I thought of you, and I think you're in his head. Because you're the biggest guy throwing, I'm not necessarily throwing darts, but you've been critical in a good way about Doc Rivers. And Doc Rivers was absolutely defensive yesterday. We'll get to that and more. The draft is upon us. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. It's time to download Nevada's premier, good job, Kev, premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports, has all your favorite wagering options, in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip ring, that state-issued ID, and you're ready to bet within minutes. You're going to love the state-of-the-art technology, fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Located here in Nevada. You got a gambling problem. It's 1-800-522-4700. Who is better than Kevin, who always connects with Michael Lombardi, who is here live, but he generally connects with him, whether it's out at the Borgata or his office there in Jersey. It's nice to put faces to names and see everybody have the big guy here. It really is. And I want to correct something. I said Bronco Negotiation. The guy that deserves most of the credit for the draft is Burt Burt Bell, but it was Stan Koska, a fullback from Minnesota that he couldn't sign. It wasn't Bronco. It all comes back to Stan Koska. It comes back to big Stan, the (laughs) Polish prince. It came back to him and he was in the lobby of that hotel and he was, but without any agent, he was directing who he was going to sign with. And Bell made him a great offer and it wasn't good enough. And Stan took another team and made him wait and, this is why we have the draft. So we should honor Big Stan tonight. We I think should we all, should. We should have a pierogi and, and honor him. Well, behind the glass, they're doing shots for Stan Konka. I will. Hey, it, what, but the reason I brought it up is because nobody's a better historian than you. And to, I don't think many realize this goes back to 36. Yeah, 36. Think about that. And so we're sitting here 22, and the draft has gotten bigger every single year. But this goes back, what, 80-plus 80, 80 years ago. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it really is. And then, you know, they had the war with the – and then, then all of a sudden what they started to do is they started to have the drafts earlier, right? So they had the drafts during the season because they wanted to get ahead of the AFL. I mean, in 67, when the Bears drafted Sayers and and, and Ditka, I mean, excuse me, and Buckus, they, they, were, they did that on a bye week. 
That was in the, in November after Thanksgiving. They all went down no to kidding. the oh they were doing it they were doing it then so they get a jump and then the AFL would do it the next week. They were competing against one another. Well, just think about the Marino Kelly draft when they did the thirty for thirty and they show the aesthetic of it where they're just sitting at a bunch of tables with the old school phone and well, now yeah. what it's going to be like with the Bellagio well, you, and the fountains in the background. It's awesome. Well, you know that phone bill. Think about the phone. So, which think about <laughs> kids this. don't know about phone bills, right? They don't know about phone bill, but there used to be when you walked into the draft room, you had one phone. It was like the bat phone in the bat cave, right? Yeah. And so that phone connected <laughs> to the guy in to the guy in New York, and you had to make sure that that phone line was working, and then you were on that phone because he was relaying you who was picked. So they had like three or four. Like Al Davis's brother used to do that job. He was from Brooklyn. He lived in Brooklyn. He would go down there, and he would sit at the table, and he would fill out the sheet then take it up to the commissioner, turn the card in, and that's how that thing got going. And so, you know, that, you know, you would stay on that line because we didn't have television back when I first started. There wasn't – it wasn't the draft really wasn't in, the, in your room. So you had to listen to what the guy said. Who got drafted? And then he had to write his name down. <laughs> let me let me pepper you with some randomness. We got Vinny joining us in just a little bit. Of course, two hours here, Lombardi Line, Michael Lombardi live in studio. Thrilled to have him. I will mention that Michael's grinding. He was on with the boys in the morning today. We've got the VEASAN draft betcast coming up with Gil and the boys later. Out at Circa, Michael Lombardi, Pritt, Sean King are going to be involved. You can find it VEASAN.com. So, again, 7 Eastern time tonight, VEASAN.com, YouTube, VEASAN app. Get involved. It's the industry standard, I like to say, the way that we're kind of setting the tone with these big events. Pepper you, Willis. Yeah. Is he universally number one as far as top of the quarterback ranks? I don't know if he's universally number he's 155 one. 155 to go as far as first quarterback off the board. I think there's certainly a, a debate that could be, I think, look, I, I've gone through, I think there's certainly people think Pickett. I mean, everybody thinks Pittsburgh at 20 is going to pick Willis. I, somehow there's a narrative out there that, that, that uh, Mike Tomlin loves Willis. Like, I don't know how that, you know, I don't know if that's true. Mike Tomlin's not the guy to me that strikes me as he's telling people who he likes. Right. So like, I don't think that's he's the case. He's a little case. more cagey. Than yeah. That. I think he's a little more, I mean, he's going to play a little different poker game, right? Yes. So uh, I think so. You know, I'm told that if the Steelers went uh, went another position, they could take Carson Strong in the second round. No like, kidding. Yeah, like that. That they could move in the second round and take him. So Willis, by the way, I woke up this morning. He's 155. He's now minus. He's two dollars to be the first quarterback off the board. Pickett coming back the other way, plus 150. Those seem to be the two. But then you hear buzz about Corral, and you hear buzz about. Ritter and you hear buzz about uh, you know, Sam think, Howell. I think 32 is, you know, if I think 20 and 32 are the quarterback target spots. Now, if somebody wants to come in between that Pittsburgh certainly has talked. I mean, they've openly discussed they're going to, they could take a quarterback 32. The lions could too. If the lions want to, if they want to move on from golf next year, then they certainly should do that. You know? And so I, I think that that this is the time to draft one, but look, here's the reality. If, if just because you pick them doesn't mean they're good, that you better make sure you have grades that, that say they're good. That this is the issue. The market, Michael, and you, uh, let's give you credit because you're not going to say it. You, this was, I don't know, five weeks ago now, you said the name to focus on is Walker. At that point, Hutchinson was minus 260. That's a huge favor to go one overall. He now, Walker, is minus 450. He's going first overall. It seems uh, like it, that. I mean, that would be absolutely, the market would be way, there's just a lot of variance yeah, if he doesn't. I mean, obviously, Balky likes him, and you can see that that's coming out. And so, you know, for, 
for whatever the reason, you know, look, this is a draft where it's based on taste, based on preference, based on your ability to believe what player you can develop to be the best player. Who would you take one? I might take Jordan Davis. That's exactly. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. You like six six three forty that runs like the wind and is dominant. Like we were just talking about this. Michael and I said, I won't get into the particulars, but are we sure he's not the best player in the draft, Jordan Davis? Now, Georgia defensively is going to have four players in the first round taken. That's a ties a record. We know for most likely, but you're not so sure Jordan Davis isn't the best in the draft. I mean, look, I said it on Mitch and Pauly. I've been saying it all along. I mean, who's blocking them? How many humans on planet Earth are 6'6", 345? He's an outlier. Yeah, I mean, like, you, you know, one of the things you want to – when you draft, you want to draft uniqueness. You want to draft elite traits. Special. Special. You know, one of the reasons why I thought Baker Mayfield what, shouldn't have been the first pick of the draft, there was nothing special about him. He's an undersized quarterback with a with a good arm. You know, I mean, Lamar Jackson was had elite skills. He may not have been an elite quarterback. He had elite skills, elite arm, elite speed. He goes 32. MVP. Like, MVP. I mean, so like you you want to draft unique. If you're paying money, you want elite. Now, Walker's got elite skills. Let's be honest here. It doesn't always translate on the field as elite. Nine and a half sacks in 29 the game. But he's got elite skills. Would There's you say no he's that, raw? Yeah, I think he's raw. I think that's the way Georgia rushes, their de- the way they rush, the way they want to control. I mean, I, I think there's you can see the upside in the player. Jordan Davis, I think there's a huge upside in the player. Huge. You know, Derek Stingley Jr., the cornerback out of LSU, he seems to be the one that's kind of jumping up the board, Michael. And right now, he's your favorite at even money to go third overall. That's unbelievable, right? So last year, we saw this with Trey Lance. There's that movement on draft day that seemed to indicate that somebody's getting information out. Now, John McClain was come out and said they don't think he'll, who was once covered the Houston Texans for a long time. McClain retired? He retired. And he goes back to the uh, Oiler days. And so he th- didn't think they would do it, but not based on knowledge, just based on knowledge of the people there. Uh, I-, I think to me, you know, look, he jumped a, a Quanu right there. Like yeah. that's pretty, I mean, they could use one thing about one thing about the Texans. They could use any one of those players. They could use Neil. They could use a Quanu, They could use Stingley Gardner, but for Stingley to be the number one corner, that's kind of surprising. Everybody liked Gardner, but Stingley's freshman tape. Now that's special. That's special. When Dominic gets another sibling, they must name him or her Sauce. Sauce. <laughs> Sauce Lombardi. Yeah. Uh, two. Hutchinson minus 155 in the market right now. Thibodeau plus 110. You know the Lions love Thibodeau. So this is fascinating. Yeah. I mean, like, that's amazing that the information is out that. But look, we that the Lions have let that out. But Thibodeau's letting it out, too. Thibodeau's not shy about telling people he's going he's to the Lions. He's not shy in, in general. He's no, got a big he's personality. he's telling people he's going there. So... You know, I think he, if, look, if you know you're going somewhere, you don't have to tell anybody. He is an LA kid that kind of has that LA personality. And I don't know, would you, would you classify his play on the field as inconsistent or just like odds? Cause sometimes the effort wasn't there when he is dominant, when he wants to be, I think he's inconsistent, but he, he certainly has talent. And I think sure. he could play 34. He can play four, three, you know, I mean, look last year, Makai Parsons went 12th. There was not a more polarizing player in the draft than Parsons last year. He ends up being the almost rookie of the year, the best player in it's the a good comp. You know, I mean, so like we get, we start to beat these guys up. We nitpick like Jordan Davis. He has warts. I don't know what they are, but you start nitpicking, you know, so there's always four kind of scouts and one of the scout kind of scouts there are, you know, there's the poor scout, right? He just can't find talent. That's the poor scout. 
Then there's the production scout that just sits there and says, well, this guy did this and his production is that. And then there's the picker scout. And this guy just picks on one or two things the guy can't do. Pick, pick, pick. You know, this guy doesn't do this. And then there's the projection scout, which is what we all want to be. You can project the talent yep. forward. And I think that some of these players are getting killed by, by a lot of scouts that are projection scouts. Are you hearing one name atop the wide receivers? I think it's Garrett Wilson. I yep, think, it, I think yeah, you're probably I think right. That's, that's, a, that's the name I hear. But it wouldn't surprise me if Jamison Williams comes in as B's the guy. Because here's why. I don't know the medical. I don't know what the medical says about Williams' name. Is it six weeks in? Is it eight weeks well, in? Well, it it's, it's not even that. It's how much arthritis is in that gotcha. name. Gotcha. That, long term. Long term. You got it. Vinny Maliulo just walked in. No jacket, but all good. He's next here at Lombardi <laughs> Line. I know this shtick's got to keep going. <laughs> Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, there's still time to make money before the first round of the draft, and it kicks off tonight. Of course, the VSIN NFL Draft Betting Guide has mock drafts. You can see it right there. Just go download it. VSIN.com/slash draft. So much information, it's invaluable. Analysis for every NFL team, odds, best bets for the first round. Get the VSIN NFL Draft Betting Guide for 10 bucks. Go to VSIN.com/slash draft, and I mentioned. Michael Lombardi, who's here in Vegas, we're thrilled to have the big guy with us. He's going to be a part of the draft betcast coming up 7 Eastern, so 4 o'clock our time. You go to vsin.com, download the app. All the information's there. We really, and I know, Michael, we talk about it all the time. We've been getting up for these big events. I thought our Super Bowl coverage was off the charts. Unbelievable, yeah. Masters coverage this year was right. off the charts. Unbelievable. And the draft coverage continues as well. Look who's, look who's to your right. Is the best, my man, the legend. Thank you, Michael. Uh, you it's know, good, good are to you have you. Going to be studio. in the new uh, Sonny Vaccaro movie? <laughs> it's funny. I don't. I don't know. Did about you hear about that. this? Patrick? I did, about I did the, hear the about movie. It. I did speak with uh, Sonny oh, about a month ago. He's, there's a, a book coming out uh, about him, and I spoke with him about, and, and I'm hopeful it's in the book. When he got married to Pam. Uh, Right before he went to pay, he, he got, had the reception at Caesar's Palace. And I was still at the time across the street at the Barbary Coast, which is the Cromwell now. And Sonny came up to the dice table with a couple of his buddies who we knew. And we all, we all knew Sonny and everything. And they pulled their money and decided to, you know, to take a shot. And dice were dice were cold. They got down to their case bet. Case bet is their their last bet. Their case money is their last money. So they said, "All right, Sonny, I'll I'll roll the dice." And they said to him, "No, Sonny, you you roll the dice. You're getting married. It's good luck. You roll the dice." So Sonny proceeds to to roll the dice, and he rolls a a good hand, like about thirty forty minute hand, and but just you know when when and when the dice are passing. In the casino, like uh, there's nothing like the energy on a dice table yeah. when the dice are passing. The best. I mean, it's it's a great vibe. It's exciting, and I tell you the truth from from the house as a dealer, you love to. That's the kind of game you want to be in. Okay, so I was on the floor. I was uh, a floorman at the time, and uh, of course Jimmy Vaccaro uh, was came over from the book, and we're staying in there and we're watching the game. And Sonny rolls a hand and uh, wound up. Uh, uh, paying for uh, paying for his wedding. So, we should explain, uh, explain hey. Sonny Vaccaro, of course, Nike exec signed Michael Jordan yep. to the Nike deal. He's he is also the brother of Jimmy Vaccaro, yes. legendary bookmaker yep. here at the South Point, works with Vinny. Now, They're a legendary family. What, was he Adidas now? 
He was uh, after uh, Nike, but uh, right now he's uh, he's retired and uh, growing uh, uh, his prized tomatoes. <laughs> well, listen, well, listen, <laughs> I, about a year and a half ago, I interviewed him on the radio. I asked him one question. He answered it for 45 minutes. There you go. He's got great stories. Great, <laughs> it was unbelievable. Great recall. He's a great a – I'm telling you right now, we love Jimmy, and they're great. They're a great family, as you said. And you know, Jimmy's got all the great, uh, you know, bookmaking uh, story. For, you know, when we go back to 1978, I know that's when I met Jimmy, and then met Sonny shortly after that. And he was always always kind. He gave me my first uh, pair of Nikes. Uh, and 44 went, years ago. Yeah. Well, and, and Michael Lombardi, by the way, sat down with a legend today. If you don't mind me mentioning, oh no, it was Michael, incredible. Michael I mean, it, gone. what an unbelievable experience! Just a tremendously so what cool. a visionary to build this property here. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I can remember being a. I was at when I worked here at UNLV. We got to do because we were. I wasn't getting paid any money. We got to work the security of the Holmes Cooney fight. Holmes Cooney fight, which was the largest. I think that was the largest outdoor. Venue at Caesars. So they put it in the back of Caesars. We were in the back of Caesars, and I think it was the parking lot. Yeah. It's kind of where 15 is now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and so it was this huge event. And one of our players, literally, after the fight was over and Cooney was crying, they ran up to the, they ran up to the, they ran up to the ring and grabbed the, and grabbed the stool. Grab the stool. I mean, this is like as a keepsake. Like as a keepsake. Only then he went across the street. The kid's name was Aaron Moog. He went across the street and in front of the Barbary Coast, he auctioned it off. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is on the, so on, funny. The, on the sidewalk. You, you talk about visionary, Mike, Michael Gaughan. That piece of property where now the Chrysler called the Barbary Coast, said nobody, nobody thought anybody was going to do anything with that piece of property. So when Michael bought it, everybody said, what are you, you, you going to do with it? And he wound up building the Barbary Coast. And, of course, the Barbary Coast became the uh, the cornerstone for what became Coast Resorts, which uh, is now uh, part of Boyd, Boyd Gaming. When Michael and uh, Bill Boyd, uh, they, they merged. And then Michael spun off and just said, I just want the South Point. The South Coast at the time when it opened now. How many over under on how many times Coach K was in the Barbary and at Michael's? Oh, how many times over and under Vinny Mayulo saw Coach K and Michael's? <laughs> Just he's got alone. his own room. I mean, yeah, you know, in Michael's here, he's got, you know, the jersey uh, is is in the back, a little private it's area. so good. A lot, you know, I, I have to tell you, when we're talking about Sonny's wedding, there I, there were it was like a coach's convention during, sure. <laughs> during that weekend. I think George uh, Raveling was, George was his uh, best man. Yeah. He works with the Daily Coach. Yes, yeah. sure does. Hey, so. Think about what the names we just mentioned, and we'll get to the NFL draft. First off, Lombardi, the stories, Maliulo, the stories, but then you go the Vaccaros, the Gons. Uh, I mean, yeah. that is generation, uh, generational stories. It, it was an education for me sitting there listening to him talking about, you know, the University of San Francisco, the relationship mm-hmm. with Bill Russell that he had. Yeah. And all the stories that, you know, have come through between Chamberlain and Russell is just incredible. It's a city of stories is what oh, Vegas is. <laughs> they're, really, they're, they pass and I, through. And full, you know, full disclosure, and I said it, and I'll, I'll always maintain it. You know, Michael gave me my first job. You know, when I was coming here, I was attending UNLV during the day, and I was going to, uh, we had a, a, a dealing school. There was He had a dealing school, him and his partner, Frank Toady, who I'm sure was. Uh, he wasn't, he, he I wasn't don't think there. Frank was there. Frank, uh, uh, I'm sure you'll see him during the course of your stay. They ran uh, the dealing school downtown, and part of the tuition was where you received live training. Okay, <laughs> so you went to uh, the El Cortez, one of Jackie's properties downtown. Let's yeah. say California Club, things like that. 
And then um, I was selected to go to a property, uh, a hotel called the Royal Inn, which uh, in the longstanding tradition here in Las Vegas of sentimentality has been blown up. It's no longer there <laughs> because we, as you know, we implode as things it here. happens, as it happens. Uh, it was on Convention Center Drive, uh, just uh, just off the strip. So anyway, uh, that's uh, where Michael, uh, uh, he gave me my start. Uh, Frank uh, hired me and that's where I met Jimmy Vaccaro real quick. Uh, this is how I met Jimmy Vaccaro. The first role, the first professional call of my career, a guy takes the dice and he's kind of looking at me. He's going like, look at this fresh meat. He's going to like, you know, play games, right, with the rookie. All right. Okay. So he gets the dice and he's, instead of picking them up and throwing the dice, he's got to, he's got to go like Earl Monroe. He's got to do head fakes. He's got to, he was a cross between Earl Monroe and Arthur Fiedler. Like he was orchestrating, you know, the Boston Pops. He finally lets the dice go. And they go flying across the, the – uh, they don't land on the table. They go off the table. And on my first professional call, no roll. One's in the cage, and that guy's got the other one. That guy was Jimmy Vaccaro. Oh, my God. It hit him right here. He bends down. He looks up. He picks up. He goes, I got a five. I'm like, look, is everybody Surprised he wasn't at the spot. <laughs> Vinny Maliulo joins us here. Lombardi line, of course, draft day. So let's start there. Yeah. With the draft here at the South Point. Handle where we sit. Um, so uh, the uh, draft props opened last Friday. Uh, you know, and again, no, no real surprise. The uh, the action on them was 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 significant and substantial in terms of comparing handle to the previous few years where we, you know, when we started booking the draft, and we knew that there would be a lot of response, particularly with the uh, draft being here by regulation. Uh, and I said regulation gaming control board stipulates that the draft props have to be locked out 24 hours, uh, right. at least 24 hours ahead of time. And so, and the reason for that is, uh, as we know, guys, there's always this uh, behind the scenes and, uh, you know, not just speculation, but there's information out there that somebody knows who's going to go in what particular uh, spot. Because we use a lot of uh, over and under uh, position of uh, draft right. positions by by player. So you know this, the thought on the gaming control board was listen, we'll let you go, uh, we'll let the uh, licensees book these bets, but they're going to have to lock out well in advance. As it turns out, though, you know all week long there's been you know reports, there's mock drafts. Right. By the way, there's no mock bets. I mean, they're right. <laughs> so right. you know with with it, you see this run of one way action. You'll see more one way action on the draft props than just about any other thing we booked during the course of wow. the year. So um, anyway, uh, you know what? Uh, it, uh, it got a lot of response and uh, you know, Where, folks, where's your biggest liability? Uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one of them. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson went from, we used one and a half under minus 70. It closed to under like minus forty. No kidding. Now, now that's a that's not a real big move, but you think about it. But you think when when he went from being the number one pick to now, you know, some people are saying two or three, whatever the case may be. But a lot of them, uh, you know, a lot of them move by position. I mean, how about this one, George Koloftis, from nineteen and a half over to twenty two and a half over, yeah. three positions, not just the juice, but the position in the draft. If Hutchinson ends up three to Houston, is it an auto grab for them? Will they draft him? You know, you would think based on the way Lovey Smith operates and what his defense is, needing, you know, think Simeon Rice, think somebody yeah. on that outside. Yeah, but I mean, there's no slam dunk. We'll come back and discuss Lombardi line here on v the Sports Betting Network. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Ben MGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using the code VSEN200. VSIN200 win 200 bucks. $10 wager win 200 if anybody hits a home run. It's that simple. Go to betmgm.com, download the BetMGM app. I'm sure people are excited today to bet baseball. Nothing else going on. VSIN 200. <laughs> Make sure you check it out. 10 bucks to win 200. I didn't even know they changed the ball, Patrick. I mean, what? what this, it's do you dead ever, ball, man. Do you ever see a sport that messes with their with the ball? I mean, look, when, uh, you know, yeah. Vinny, when I'm watching all these old players play, Don Hudson, you know, he and, and Cecil uh, LaBelle, they caught the, the football back in the day was, was a kind of like it looked like a large uh, brown, like, Almost a half a basketball. Yeah. So you you just streamlined it. But I've never seen a sport that messes right. with their with the ball humidors more than this sport. All, humidors at every park now. So the ball's dead. 
you know. And within I mean, the game, they, there's different there's different feels and different textures. Pitchers lower are the mound. They want more scoring. Yeah. They eliminate the like. I don't it's get a, it. You're they're they're finicky. Like I've never seen a sport that wants to mess with the game. They're like farmers. They keep digging up the roots to see if it doesn't grow. <laughs> We're, yes, we are farming the landscape of the NFL draft. Michael, I wanted yes. to use this as an example because Jordan Davis, defensive tackles. It's either he's the number one prospect as far as defensive tackles, and probably his teammate Wyatt's too, right? I would assume. Yeah, you know, look, I think ask any offensive lineman how to block him. That's what I would do. So 14 and a half was the draft position. I, I think Michael would probably crack up thinking that he goes higher than 14, 14, 15, somewhere in there. Vinny, you closed even on Jordan Davis, but you were saying, Michael, over at Circa, Mike Palm and them, they were complaining about the fact that they had liability on him. They're going hoping over he goes They're hoping he goes earlier. But let's like take an example, right? So everybody says he's going to go to Baltimore because they had Haloti Nada. Okay. All right, great. That makes perfect sense. They've had a big guy. Well, Atlanta's got Dean Peace, who's their defensive coordinator. Dean Peace coached Haloti Nada. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have anybody on his defensive front that is half the size of this kid. Like, they couldn't use a big defensive tackle in Atlanta. Did you ever watch him play run defense last yeah. year? Like, seriously, you don't think he's sitting there mm -hmm. in the draft room saying, mm -hmm. get me Haloti Nada, get me Vita Vey. Like, Vita Vey impacts the game. Like, when they don't have Vita Vey in Tampa, their defense isn't as good. That's right. So, like, I don't get this whole, well, he's just a tackle. He's just a rundown player. Watch Vita Vey pass, rush the passer. Is it safe to say, Michael, that we'll see some some trades uh, sometime today before? I mean, I'm a little surprised we haven't seen <clears throat> some more uh, impactful I I, I think this is a draft, Vinny, where everything's worth 50 cents, and if you want to pay 75 cents for a 50-cent piece, mm -hmm. you're probably making a mistake. Okay. You, yeah, you've almost have enough. to be really diligent in your ability to say, look, I may not get the player, the position mm -hmm. I want, but I'm going to get a player of equal ability. If you get desperate in a draft like this, I think it really opens up the margin for error. Especially with what in a wide receiver area, right? Yeah, well, so. I mean, this is the problem with the wide receiver area. You, you know, it, for me, this has always been the problem. You take a guy like, and I've made this mistake many times, you take a guy in the first round and uh, some guy in the fourth round is better than that guy. Mm. You so know, I'm glad you you brought up I mean, wide. Please think, think about the receiver. Um, it slipped my memory on bu at Buffalo, Gabriel Davis. Gabe Davis. He goes in the third round. He's as good as anybody that was picked in the first mm -hmm. round that year. Like that's what you don't want to have happen. And that happens at receiver way more than it does any other position. Six and a half. Did you set six, wide receiver we, six we and a half not, first round? We did not use us. I, I, that would have been uh, that would have been uh, the number probably six and a half. Maybe pick them. Uh, but we used quarterback. I, we went very. <laughs> player position heavy this year uh, in the props to try to make them, uh, you know, very easy to, to grade, very easy to understand. Yeah. Uh, you you want to, because there's, you know, the other thing with the draft and in past years, you know, when a guy got picked up as a, you know, you listed how many, you know, uh, linebackers, right, at one time, but what he got drafted as a, as a safety or, or, or you know, inside linebacker, outside linebacker. You didn't specify things like that, so we went to defensive players, offensive players. And, again, we talked last week, you know, people in last year talking about, well, you didn't say edge. Well, he's a defensive player. Yeah. No, you find me a, a, an edge quarterback, let me know. And, yeah. and you know, when, when, when Michael Lombardi and, and Sean King <laughs> – let us know that there's such a yeah, they're thing. They're being persnickety. Yeah. Look, can I can I can I do a little uh, experiment with Michael Lombardi here? Go ahead. I'm going to give you a wide receiver. You tell me if he's going in the first round or not. Garrett Wilson going in the first round. Chris Olave. Uh, I think he's going in the first round. Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams is definitely going in the first round. Drake London. Drake London, I have going in the first round. I know a guy you love, Traylon Burks. 
I don't think – I think Burks is going to the bottom of the first. Yes. Christian Watson, the big kid out of North Dakota State. I think he's going in the second, the top of the second. Dotson, Penn State. I think he's going in the first. I think he's somewhere between 26 and 32. Who am I missing? Uh, Calvin Austin, the Memphis kid. Calvin Austin, I do not have him going in the, fir- in the first round. I think he's probably going somewhere One, in the second. Two, three, four, five. You've got five to six players – yeah, you missed and you missed Sky Moore from Western Michigan too. You got him first round. Two, I have him at the top of the second. So you've got five to six, and the number set at DraftKings right now and BetMGM at six and a half on wide receivers in the first yeah. round. Just a little experiment. You know, it's kind of like, and I think what Vinny's done with the bet prop, prop bet is so Vinny, the book and the draft boards are kind of similar, right? So the what Vinny's done is lined up the vertical board. When he does the prop bets, will Jordan Davis go before another player? Mm-hmm. When you do those, that's the horizontal board. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting how the book and the and draft boards are the same. You know, again, you want to make it as easy and determine. You know, easy to de- understand and and easy to determine you, as possible. You would be shocked how few people in the draft room can do the horizontal board. Okay, like if you're a scout for a, a team, even if you're a director. You don't know every player. So if you scout the Southeast Conference, you know those players, but you don't know how they compare to, the, to another area. So you can't – that decision to say who's better between player A and player B, there's about three people in an organization that can do that. That's about it. Because they're so specialized with the scouting. Correct, because that's they, they, you know, they do their area, they yep. write their reports, and you know they cross-check some guys, but it's a cross-check. They haven't been there. So that's why it's really just one or two guys making calls. That's so one of the challenges – for us, and you know, you can make the case that it's a, a challenge for, for the betters as well, is that trying to determine what's fact, what's fiction, what's a smokescreen out there and things like that. Because what happens, particularly with social media now, is that once somebody puts something out there, it's it's gospel it's for not- for at least, you know, let's say 30 to minutes to an hour. And that but what I mean by that, then all of a sudden there's this rush to, uh, you know, to, to play Market adjustment. Just, yeah. I mean, so you're getting one way, one way action. And again, does that happen? Yeah, it happens. You, you get numbers that run in college football, let's say, right. But everybody's, you know, close to with it. Now you've got situations here where particularly not every property has the exact same bet or the exact same position in the draft of a player. So you're running. You're. It's it. It's one way action, and so sometimes you just have to say, okay, you know, we, we need to hold up on this and let's get a get a handle on. I was telling you guys on on the uh, during the break, we had a couple of instances where so when when the bets are coming in, we can tell is it you know is it at the counter? Is it on a kiosk? Is it at one of the our, our sister properties? Is it on the mobile things like that? Well, all of a sudden you see a flood of of money coming in. I used uh, the, the the example. Uh, earlier, uh, you know, where, uh, you know, when you look at our Carl Loftus, right, from 19 and a half to 22 and a half, big jump. you see this name coming across the, the, the bet ticker to where it's on every every uh, available app and every available location that that's out there, you know. So you say, okay, you know, hold up on it. But the, 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 those bets come in, and you're holding up on it, you're, you're, and then you're trying to find out information. So there's a lot going yeah. on out there from that. And then you're missing a really big piece of the pie too. Is like I could talk to a team today and say, you know, we have this guy's a medical reject. We wouldn't take this guy until the mm-hmm. fourth round. And then I could talk to another team and say, right. no, we don't. We don't have anything medical on him. And you're dealing with no medical information. Yeah. 
You don't yep. know. You know, and the, and so guys, and neither are the guys on television who are doing the mock saying, I don't know why they don't pick this guy. Yeah. You know, it's like Todd Gurley. Everybody thought Todd Gurley wasn't going to get a second contract. The Rams picked him and gave him one. Paid him early. And paid him early. And then he didn't really have a second contract. Right. He got one, but, you know, that that's what worries you about Jamison Williams. Is he going to be able to get a second contract? To me, what worries me about all the quarterbacks in this draft, would you be really wanting to pay a second contract to these guys? You know, and you got to pit them in the first round? We but, used two and a half on the quarterbacks. Oh, you did? We did. We, I got a book so lane three and a half. We on did it. two and a half over minus 250, and it went uh, as high as uh, almost $3. I'm leaning under. I think it's two. Now, since since 13, there's only been one draft that has one quarterback picked in it. Every other draft has had multiple quarterbacks. But I don't see Corral. The, what I hear from teams, Corral, uh, I don't see him going. And so he would be the third. I think it's Pickett and Willis mm -hmm. if it's two. The third, you know, I, I think that that Corral would be three. And How about Ritter or Howell? You know, Ritter is, you know, there was talk that Tennessee could take Ritter at the bottom of the first. You know, I, I can't really see them doing that, but I, there's been talk. And then I think Hal's more of a second-rounder. We had Willis as uh, the favorite for first quarterback. 155? Minus 50, yeah. By yeah. the way, it is public knowledge, Michael Lombardi, how much these bookmakers make every month. Can you imagine? He just cried the whole entire segment when they make money every month. That's why we have the <laughs> tissue set up over there. I'm not even being dramatic. It's just like he said, we did this for the better. We did you this for the – you make millions. You saved that for the for the last 15 seconds. How did you fit over there with that ring, by the way? You see that ring? Did, I, it, did I, it distract you? It, it, I'm, what, no, you're, you're a distraction. Yeah. We're, we're back. Thanks, Lombardi man. line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.